Welcome everybody to the JK Sports Podcast. I am Juan. And I'm Kyle. We're happy to be here. It's been a while, Kyle. We've had a lot going on, Juan. A lot We've, going on. You've had some big changes recently. Big changes, you know. This is uh, it's fatherhood now. Let's see life differently. It, you know, you have a new perspective on everything, perspective. don't you? I, I do, even sports. Of course, of course. But Things that used to be important aren't as important anymore. Things that you took for granted before, yeah. you don't now. It's a different world. But yeah. you got a happy, healthy baby. Yeah. That's awesome. It's it's good, you know. And I'm I'm ready to talk some sports. Yeah, I, I am too. We we both have a lot that we need to get off our chest. There's a lot going on. Normally this time of year there's not a ton going on. There's a lot right now. So let's unpack some of it. Yeah, let's unpack it. So we're starting off with the uh, Olympics. The yeah. Olympics are on. The 2020 Olympics in 2021. Let's go. Let's go. It's been a wild couple of days already. It has been. Um, full disclaimer. Let's just get straight to it. I've, I'm, I'm over the Olympics already. I'm not even. What? It's. I, I'm not as hyped up as I. Oh I my feel, God. I'll t- look. Opening ceremony. I was jazzed up. That Friday morning, man, it was like. Hey, Olympics are starting. It was like 7 a.m. The ceremony starting. Right. I went out to my yard and um, put up the American flag on the tree. Oh, of course. Right, put both of them. You know, stood out there, held my son, and said, "Look at this. This is America." <laughs> right. Right. Like this is. I was just so happy. A man in a yard with his son, looking at American flag. I mean. Yeah. Th- that's what it's about on the Olympic day. Right. 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 But. I thought I would just be watching so much of it, and really, it's still on the TV pretty much every day. But I just haven't been into it as much as I thought, or as like previous years. And maybe it's a time change, you know, a little bit. The Tokyo, sure. That I already know in the morning, like they'll give me the major updates, and then you're watching it delayed. I, I don't know, but right. just just not there for me yet. How about you? I'm all in. I'm all in. 110% every day, every night, sold. That It's what we watch every night when we go to bed until we yeah. fall asleep. When I wake up in the morning, it's on. And if we're home during the day or whatever, it's on the TV. And it doesn't matter if it's swimming, gymnastics, volleyball. Watched a little handball recently. I handball? think that was on this morning. Uh, I cannot get enough of it. It's amazing. I love it. And I want it to go on... Three more weeks. Maybe it's the coverage, though. So are you watching one channel like NBC? Are you flipping back and forth? Do you have have do you already have a schedule? Are you looking on, on your phone and being and mapping out and saying, hey, no. this is what's going to be on today? No, I kind of like the surprise of not knowing what's on because the randomness, I, I did. Yeah. You know, one thing I'm watching Caleb Dressel win a gold medal. Next thing, you know, there's a bunch of Asians playing handball. I don't know any of them, but I can't turn away from it. It's, See, it's awesome. There's just not enough big stars, though, right? I know, like but they, the, they, the create, stars. They, they create the stars. Did you watch the 800-meter freestyle with um, the American who won the gold, who came back? He was in fifth place on the last turn no. and ended up winning. No. Like, it, you, that guy's didn't exist in my life before, and I've never been so – I almost cried. Um, really? Oh, it, the, the Alaskan girl that won when they showed – the high school when she beat crazy. um Katie Ledecky. No, she beat Katie. No, she beat. I think something. that was a different yeah. race. Like it's so emotional watching all. Who this was stuff. that? There was. Is that the guy that was like up top, like just going nuts in the yellow That's shirt? That's the Australian guy. That, so the girl who's beaten Katie Ledecky twice in the two yeah. and four hundred meters, her coach who is just insane but awesome by the way, going crazy in the stand. That kind of stuff gets me fired up, man. It's great. I love it. it. Makes me love my country. You know. I mean, you're pumping me up more than than the actual Olympics. Oh, dude, it's it, you gotta you gotta be all in though. You gotta invest the time, go all in. I will say the time change is tough. It makes it hard when you know a lot of the results that happen. Um, but really, it's just the big events that you know what are happening. The other ones that aren't so popular. Uh, you just randomly turn it on and watch, and you get, it sucks you in. It's great. Well, golf just started uh, yesterday, so that yep. that seems kind of exciting there. And, um, you know, 
the first couple of days I will say beach volleyball. Yeah. I love beach volleyball. Intense, right? Right. Beach volleyball is intense. Yeah. We got men's water polo. Yeah. U.S. versus Italy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It, you turn on any channel you, and you see stuff you've never watched before. I think it's getting better now, though. I, I just think it, it started off a little slow. Um, it was too much gymnastics and and swimming, and then the swimming, it, it you don't have the stars like we used to. I see. I in, would in swimming. I so. would argue probably two of the top three stars in the Olympics are in swimming, though. I think Katie Ledecky and Caleb Dressel have to be two of the biggest stars that Americans know of in the Olympics, right? Yeah, I mean. And they're, yeah, maybe they're, I'm just out of touch with it. Maybe it's a me thing. It's oh, not you. They're it's living me. up to the hype. They're winning gold medals. It's intense. Swimming's great. They're winning by fingernails and just it like you know one thousandth of a second. Oh, it's crazy. You, you know what? Maybe it's track and field. That's when I'll get pumped up. Track and field. Track and field. Up. Right. And really, Usain Bolt does. But like all <laughs> all the track and field stuff. That right. That's when I feel like the Olympics start. Yeah, and that's I, I believe this weekend I think is when track and field starts. But I agree, track and field is definitely the best. I'm with you. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, there's that stuff, and then you know you got the gymnastics. There's a lot of stuff going on there, Kyle. Are, are we gonna jump in? Pun intended. Yeah. Are we, we're gonna jump in. I mean, a lot of news. Everybody knows what happened. Simone. The goat, she uh, she withdrew mental mental health, and uh, to be hey. clear, she didn't claim mental health. Oh. That so. Okay, so Simone Biles is by far the biggest star of the Olympics. I, correct. I would agree with that. I think she is billed as yes, the goat, and she everything that you see from an ad standpoint for the Olympics included Simone. She's on ads, all TV ads all over the place for, you know, all sorts of the, you know, Fortune 500 companies, Simone's doing stuff. So keep in mind, that's not forced upon her, right? She does that by choice, correct? Right. The ads. Well, I mean, yeah. She no, doesn't no, no. Even make money. Well, of course, of course. but. She's getting paid to do yeah. that, right? So she is yeah. agreeing to these, and she is hyping herself as the GOAT. I mean, going in, it was like I was watching the Olympic trials with yes. her, right? Right. And, and, right. And hopped up, and I'm like, this is going to be great. And the way they're all talking, and Kyle, I don't watch gymnastics. <laughs> I don't know much about it, right? Well, Except the Olympics you. or anything. <laughs> right. I don't claim to be a uh, gymnastics. Uh, expert, but I was hyped up in the Olympics just because she's all in the subway commercials. Right. She's in all that stuff, and um, they were basically saying she is going to destroy the Olympics. Absolutely. That was the talk coding. She's uh, going to win every single medal. The U.S. is going to dominate. We're going to beat Russia. Right. And and do all that. So I was hyped up. Right. Well, and so. You know, on her, what is it, leotard, you know, the thing that, that she wears, she has a picture of a goat on it. Mm-hmm. Again, she chooses to accept that. She chooses. Greatest to, of all time. She's already been to one Olympics. She's already won multiple medals. She chose to come back and compete again, which is rare for gymnasts. That's not a normal thing to do. They don't and do it twice? Most, most gymnasts do not compete in multiple Olympics. Now, if they're super young, you know, the 14, 16-year-olds, that's a different story. But remember, she's 24, which doesn't make her old by any means. But in gymnastics age, that's older. She did not have to come back and continue to compete. She chose to do so. All of this, what I guess what I'm getting at is everything that occurred in the past however long, years, weeks, days at the Olympics is all by choice. That nothing at any point was forced upon her in the past five years. She chose to accept the hype. She chose to accept this role as not just the leader of the gymnastics team, but essentially the leader of the USA Olympic team. Okay. 
she all she has known her entire life is gymnastics she knows how to compete she knows what to do you know she has spent her entire life training for this moment she gets the yips right the golfer equivalent of the yips yeah Okay, they call it the twisties in gymnastics. Oh, I, I learned that Dang from Nastia Lukin. Shout out to Nastia Lukin, by the way. Phenomenal commentator <laughs> for gymnastics. <laughs> I, I'm serious, man. She let's go. I find Nastia. her a little annoying on oh, dude, as she's a commentator, great. but I think she's good. She's great. She's great. Um, but you know, okay, so she gets a case of the twisties, right? Yeah. So she withdraws. She pulls out. Again, keep in mind, this is during the team event. USA, this is not an individual event at this point. This is a team event. So the rest of the girls on the team have spent their entire lives training to medal and win in the Olympics. And she's now said, you know what? I'm out. I'm out. So, Juan, here's the issue. Here's the issue that I have. Give it to me straight. I am going to give it to you straight. Because people are making this a mental health issue, political issue. They're they're turning it into more than it really is. This is a sport. At the end of the day, you play sports to win, to compete. And I don't want to say at all costs, but you do pretty much anything you can to win. Especially when it's a team event and you're representing your other teammates, your country, etc., etc., and she wasn't doing great. She was having a hard time, not living up to her expectations, and quits. And I just I have a hard time accepting the quote unquote mental health aspect of that. I think that's complete BS, and I don't think under any circumstances she could should have quit. Wow. So you're on the team. Um, she quit on her team. It's the mental health is bogus. Yes. Train. Yes. 100%. And to clarify, I'm not saying that she doesn't have mental health issues. I'm not saying mental health issues aren't a thing. That's not, this isn't a knock on mental health issues. What I'm saying is, is as an athlete on a team, this happens all the time on the reg. And are you telling me there aren't other athletes who compete under way more pressure, you know, and who, who choose to do it? If this happened to any other athlete, any other circumstance, we would rip them apart. She's getting a free pass, and it's infuriating to me. Yeah, so my stance is I'm not going to claim that I... I'm not going to say it's completely bogus, right? Part of it. I'm not going to claim that... Mental health is bogus, I, I th- like you said, right? Of course. I, I think it's a, a real issue, and there's people out there who, who do that, right? Sure. And, and have that. Um, so I, I don't ever want to speak for them and be like, oh, come on. Like, what, what, are, you, what are you talking about? But I also lean on the, uh, it's a little interesting, though, right? <laughs> it's, I mean. Sure. The... The evidence does show she's quitting on her team, right? Like you've, there's a lot of stuff there. You got the yips, the twisties, and all like, I mean, that decision was made really quickly. Yes. Right? Um, so it's kind of strange. And then, you know, even talking to my wife about it, um, USA Gymnastics has been through a lot, right? With the whole Dr. Nassar thing and and all that stuff. Sure. Right? Um, I mean, she went through a lot, but wouldn't you think she's made it through all that stuff? USA Gymnastics has made it through a very difficult time. Like, this should be, like, the redemption. Like, nobody's talking about that anymore. It's, like, in the past. Right. And this was redemption, and you've you've made it through all that, and you're, like, on the other side of it, doing GOAT stuff, promoting USA Women's Gymnastics, and about to dominate. And you say mental health, like, right then? Yes. It's, like, 
come on. And, and I don't want to speak for women. I don't want to do any of that. But my wife was actually the one who made the point of it. That's like, you know, she did go through a lot with that whole scandal and still went to the Olympics and dominated. Yes. And, okay, so... So, so, my, so I guess I don't understand... So, you know, if anything, why don't she take this, and she has to now, really, there's no turning back on the mental health now. Right. Right, like, she has to go all in. Even if it, it, it's either true or not, like, regardless. I, we don't, it doesn't even matter if it's... If she actually did quit on her team or she didn't, she has to go all in on mental health or she will be viewed as a fraud. So if, okay, I'm again, I'm not claiming she doesn't have mental health issues. And to be clear, she has not said this. Okay. Simone has not said there's a mental health aspect to this. Didn't she say she has to work on herself? Yeah, before she competes in the individual event. She has, okay. She's got to figure it out. What she said was she didn't want to hurt the team because she didn't feel like she could perform at her best. Okay? So, but admittedly, she had a case of the twisties, whatever they call it. Yeah. And, you know, she's in her own head. Okay. That happens, though, and that happens as an athlete. From a mental health aspect, let's say she does have problems. Okay, right? And... You know whether or whether whether she's been treated for it or not, it doesn't matter. The point is, is was it just discovered then at that point? I, there's no way it just happened then, and now she just now she has these issues. So if the pressure was getting to her, if it was bothering her, if it was, you know, mental health, mental health, mental health, don't wait until that moment to quit. You had plenty of time to call it off plenty of time so it was because of a lack of performance and, and why hasn't there been mental health coaches there with them and there right? very well could be and there we very well could that. be but like that's also part of mark i mean she's a marketing person at this point when you get to that level when you're an athlete of that stature you're also a brand Yes. Right. And clearly she knows that because she was a brand with oh, all these commercials she the was goat, USA. And, and, all, and, and all of that stuff. Right. Right. So hard for me to think that the brand wouldn't come out in, in defense and say, you know, here's here's the mental. Yes, I have mental health. I've been seeing a coach or a therapist about it. Um, you know, we talk about it a lot. It is the evidence does show that this is like the first time and you're just quitting because we've never heard anything about it before, right? Yes. At least the, the other recent athlete who's done that is Naomi Osaka, right? The tennis player. Which, don't even get me started on that either. But, which, she was cited that because of the, she got kicked out of the French Open or she withdrew because she didn't want to do press. Um, but... She had instincts or or instances before of not wanting to talk to the media, being shy. Like, that's her whole sure. personality, right? Sure. She's shy. She never wanted to talk to the media. That's right. She didn't like all these questions. There's a pattern there. Correct. You, it, It's hard, and I'm not saying it can't happen, right? But it's it, you just start questioning of how does somebody who's never had something like this or right. even close to it, right. all of a sudden just get it right away. I agree. And with Osaka, I mean, you know, that's not a performance-related issue there. Okay, Simone's 100% performance-related thus far. And she sought all of these opportunities. You know what you're signing up for. There's no surprises in any of this, okay? I mean, she knows what the competition is. She knows what she has to perform. She knows who she's competing against. She knows what's at stake. She knew the training that was involved beforehand. She knew what it was going to be like to compete at the Olympic level because she did it five years ago. So it's not, again, this is not a, I I feel like the Osaka and Simone Biles comparison is apples and oranges. She had an interview where they asked her, is she beatable? And she basically laughed and said, like, no. Right, right. <laughs> Simone, like, 
Right. It, it's my, I guess what I don't, so athletes every day compete on just as high, if not a much higher level. And with just as much, if not more at stake and just as much, if not more pressure, it happens daily. Yeah. And very rarely do we see now, you know, obviously a lot of sports is mental capacity, right? To be able to handle the situation that Mm -hmm. you're in, especially in individual sports. That's why if she was to do this where it was just on an individual basis, it's almost a non-issue. But when you're representing a team and working with a team, you are quitting on your team. That is who you're like for yourself. Who cares? But, and there was, and it was so quick, right? There was no, like, Hey, let me go talk. I I don't know. The coach or like, let me go. When something like this happens in team sports that I'm used to seeing, right? The player goes and talks with the team and it's like, Hey, this is what's up. Like, right. Would have been different if you saw her huddle up and talk to every one of the members said, I can't do this right now. Of course. Right. It was, it was that would have that would have been different, right? Like right. all we saw is, she's like, "I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine." Goes back to the locker room, I'm not. And then I'm she's not back. out there laughing, and you know, and I don't have a problem cheering for her teammates, but she's like, you know, puts on this front like she's having a good time. No, if you're this bothered by the situation, keep your ass in the locker room. Like, don't even come out. I don't want to look at you. Right. And if I was her teammates. I would be furious. It, it, correct. If I'm stressed out that I have mental health issues because of the performance anxiety that and all this pressure that's going to me and people wanting more from me than than anything like that, I would and it's and I literally can't perform my job. I would leave. Right. <laughs> right. If right. You, if you're gonna say. Uh, I, it's all getting to me, whatever, leave. I'm going to go to my hotel room. I'm going to sit or even in the locker room and I'm just going to be by myself and I need to just... Right. Decompress. De- decompress. Take a breath. And do all that. I'll, I mean, I would say be with the family. Her family didn't come, but, you know, I, I'd call my family. Hey. Right. This is what's going on. Let me talk to somebody, right? Or let me talk to this coach and in the locker room and do that. There was none of that. It was just like... Yeah, this is not going well for me. I, I just, I can't focus. Um, I'm going to hang out there. And and granted, maybe that's helping her, right? To a sense of not thinking about it and you're not performing. But then that just feeds the narrative of, so clearly it's just a pressure on you. Yeah. Well, and so, I don't know. I guess really two things and then I, I'll be done making my points. I think one thing to consider is, I think about it from my point of view, what I do on a daily basis, right? She is trained for five years for this moment, for this exact moment, Mm -hmm. okay? You've worked so hard, you've worked your ass off to get there, right? And then you just withdraw, that's that's really hard. So I'm like, okay, what in my life would I have trained for? the answer is really nothing. I mean, there's there's no comp for that, right? Yeah. But if they're for work, you know, we work, you know, professional job, nine to five, yeah. quote unquote jobs, right? If we're doing a presentation of win a, an account, a yep, bid, yep. Uh, you know, whatever you call it. Project. And it's this huge project that we're going to win. We're presenting on behalf of the company. We go in, we get super nervous that would be the equivalent of us just walking out of the room and not coming back, right? Just yeah. leaving. We've been prepping for it for months, right? Instead of just, at a minimum, attempting to finish it, attempting to, and then, you know, you're representing the company very poorly, right? You're walking out on the company. That's the equivalent of, like, you might have been nervous. You may not have been able to get through it. You may have vomited on yourself. <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm going to finish a presentation I'm gonna do it and it's the same like we grew up playing sports right we yeah. grew up playing team yeah. event we still do team events now right. as adults for the fun of it I would never fathom and I actually had a discussion with my kids about this because Simone quit and they they were kind of like Simone's not doing it anymore 
And so I had to explain, yeah, she left her teammates and we don't do that. And we we would never do that. Never leave something that we So started. is it too much? Is it too edgy to say compare it to a doctor? Right? Somebody in the medical field who performs has to perform in high stressful situations, right? No matter what what's going on in their life, right? They could have just gotten divorced immediately, right? And right. on their way to the hospital, and their wife's wife, whoever you know, is, hey, we're divorced. My mom died. Something. But as soon as they're they, like, do they have the chance to say to an emergency room person, I'm not doing surgery on you? Well, I that, I don't know if that's a good comparison because that directly impacts the life of another human being, whereas this, at the end of the day, is a sport, right? right? So it doesn't have you know physical impact on other people. It has mental impact on me. I'm hurt. <laughs> I've been bothered by it, Simone. So you know that's affecting me. But I I see what you're getting at. I think people so. And this was going to be my last point that I make, and that th- what you're saying feeds into this. Simone, in her entire life, really, I would argue, has not had any adversity when it comes to performing. She's always been the best. Now, again, I, has she worked for everything? Absolutely. Did she train harder than everybody else? Probably. But when it comes to actually performing, she has never faced adversity. She's always been the best. The first time she's faced with adversity, true adversity, performing, she quits. That to me, to your point about Osaka, there's a trend there. There's no trend here. She was faced with adversity. She hit a rough patch and she quit. So at the end of the day though, if she comes back in four years to the Olympics and dominates, she won't. Is she forgiven? She can't. No. No. This is an unfor. You know, do, do you like, remember when are, Jay Cutler... Are we that forgiving uh, as a country? I think it w- we would be. I think people would well, say, okay, well, so, you know, they would uh, go from the yeah, no, I mean, redemption. Sure. If she came back... I mean, that's like an American story, right? Yeah. But I, I guess so. I guess so. I just... Is that a feasible? Thing? I mean, can you come back and do it? Can you, knowing what's happened, would you train for four more years for one more moment just to redeem yourself? Talk about pressure, my God. Yeah, well, that's the ultimate. Yeah, I mean, maybe. Like, yeah, you're right. I, I'm sure. Four years from now, would I? Or I guess it'd be three. Three yeah. years from now, would I feel different? Yeah, maybe. But yes, yeah. I remember the Jay Cutler at a playoff game or something happened. And he's just like sitting out there. Dude, he was ripped apart. Ripped apart. I mean, his entire career, that's what he's remembered for now. I mean, he was kind of a jerk anyway, but I don't know. Isn't, isn't he that just showed insane? very little emotion. That, yeah, but and more. he wasn't really hurt. He said, you know, I, I don't know. That, that's the only comp that like comes to the top of my mind. Yeah. Well, I think to wrap it up on that, um, mental health is a thing, right? There's people who suffer from it. We're not saying well, of course we're it's not a thing. we're not yeah. saying we're not saying that it isn't. Um, but and I'm not saying it, and, it, and to it, clarify, I'm not saying I don't believe if she truly has a mental health issue. I I respect that, believe in it. I hope she yeah. gets all the treatment she wants. She handled it uber poorly. Yes, uh, correct. It's from the outside and not physically talking, you know, actually talking with her and knowing any other details of what's been presented to us. It seems very fishy and it just seems like she quit on the team. 100%. Now, I'll say she has, if it's actually possible, she could easily redeem herself. Easily? I mean, not easily, but... How? Wait, other than other coming, than back, coming in back in three years. Yeah. That's the only way. Yeah. 
but uh, she also, yeah, so that and she's going to have to be a champion for mental health. Well, of course. She already is. Yeah. Which, yeah, absolutely. But still, I mean, a lesson can still be taught not to quit on your team. Yeah. Just, just think twice. Get a good coach that helps you go through your mentals. Before, before the match. Before the match. I mean, there's right. tons of visualization stuff out there. Right. Of what's going to happen. And Lesson learned, I should be the coach of the gymnastics team. No. <laughs> Probably not. No. Funky. Yeah. Is yeah. this uh, little Bill? My man Bill. We're going to have a lovely day. It is. You know, we got a lot of things off our chest in that last We did. It was deep. Segment. It was intense. Um, I, I don't know if I should apologize or say you're welcome, but I don't care either way. Well, the thing that I we said off air, you know, here um, was that we didn't talk about that I didn't know is Russia is banned from the Olympics. How about Russia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got Drugging it up. Yeah, well, you know, that's what happens when you start injecting every athlete on the reg. And did you know, this is not their first time. No, of course not. I mean, good for them for just, this is who we are. And In it to win it. Maybe Simone can take a page out of Russia's book. Anything on, to win. I'm kidding. That's now, a joke. Come on. Come on. All right, come speaking on. of anything to win... College football, Kyle. Let's it's all, go. No, we're not in August. It's July 29th, but we're close to August. We're close enough, is close man. To football season, and there's a lot of changes going on right now. A lot of changes, and it gets me fired up. All right, so the recent one is Oklahoma, Texas, coming to the SEC. Yep, it's right? happening. Um, it's happening. Approved by the SEC today, by the oh, way. Oh, they Officially. got um, unanimous vote. Unanimous. Unanimous. So approval. that means and I mean A and M even approved them. That's right. That's right. Wow. Yep. Which, when you think about it, I don't understand why. I mean, I understand. I shouldn't say that. I understand why they initially put up a fight, but it only benefits them to bring in Texas, other than from a recruiting standpoint. Recruiting, I absolutely get it, but from at the end of the day, you're going to make more money with them in there. Yeah. So, you know, I was really into the thick of this. Into the thick of it. Whoa. Um, I, so, I don't know how much you know, so I'm going to assume you know nothing. Okay. Right? We're, we're casual fans here. Casual. Casual fans. What's going on? What happened with Texas so, and Oklahoma? Um, I didn't know the whole process, how it works. Right? Um, and, and I'll start off with this is all about TV money. Okay. All about TV money. Um, but for this to happen, right, the, the formal steps they have to do is, first, um, the university presidents or you know, university has to tell the, um, the conference, we're not renewing our membership. And really, by membership, it's the TV rights. Right. Right. Um, so they, they do that. And then... Um, they have to formally, you know, say we want to join this conference, which is during the SEC. Then there has to be like a majority vote. So for the SEC, it had to be 11 out of 14 minimum had to right. vote them there. And then there's all this. But there's buyouts involved, Kyle. Mm-hmm. So there's buyouts. The buyouts, and this is why I'm saying goes to TV, is um, so each conference has a deal with the certain TV networks. Big 12, I believe, has it with Fox. Mm-hmm. Um, SEC has CBS and ESPN, kind of a dual right. thing there. But, um, so each year, they have um, a pot of money that the Big 12 makes because of their TV money, and they get split up evenly through all the schools. Right. Um, the schools that leave have to pay an amount equal to the distribution that they got for each year. So um, each school of the Big 12 last year got $38 million okay. for you know bringing in a lot of TV for, for Fox. 
So there's two years left in Oklahoma and Texas, so they each have to pay $76 million. Okay. Right? You do that math, though. Each school got the, there's, fun fact, how many schools are in the Big 12? Eight. Nine. Nine. Ten. There are ten? Oh, there yeah, because they had the nine-game schedule. Sorry. Yeah. Yes. There were ten, ten yeah, in the Big right. 12. How yes. many schools were in the Big 10? Twelve. Yes. <laughs> Ironic. Yes. But anyways, you do the math on that, right, of um, $38 million per school times 10, that's... Uh, $380 million. Yeah, $380 million. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a lot yeah. <laughs> for one year. Yeah. Um, for a school to do that and say, you know, we're going to pay $76 million because right. we're going to join this conference. I get it, right? They're like, hey, we're going to join the SEC. We'll have all this stuff. It's about TV money, right? Because Texas and Oklahoma are going to say, all right, we get $38 million. We, um, there's $380 million of TV money that the Big 12 gets. But guess what? The Big 12 is nothing without us. Correct. We, we are the Big 12, Oklahoma and Texas. They are the national brands. Absolutely. No others. People aren't tuning in on a Saturday to watch Kansas and Iowa, Iowa State. State. Right. Iowa State, good team, though. But, um, yeah, but nobody wants to watch them. Nobody, they're not tuning in to watch them. Now, they'll watch Texas versus Iowa State or Oklahoma versus Kansas. But That's because they are their own brands. They have their own brands, right? So if I was the schools, I'm saying, why am I only getting $38 million out of this $380 million, right? Correct. It should be split up with who brings in the most views. Correct. So I don't blame them for that. Right. And and the only logical reason I see for them to move is they're saying, well, screw it. If I'm the head of this conference and making $30 million, why don't I go to a conference that maybe their minimum that every school gets is $80 right. million. And I'm at least going to um, make $80 million, which is double what I'm already doing. Right. Right. Um, that would make sense. Yes. And for me, that's really the major reason why I see this happening. Well, it's it's 100% a money play. But I also think, too, there's been a lot of changes in the NCAA recently. Um, you know, pay for athletes. Uh, you know, their, what is it, likeness? And yep. What, Name, the, image, and likeness. Name it, NIL. The writing's on the wall. The conferences are going to change anyway. It's going to go to either four super conferences or, you know, the, a couple just major conferences. And that's what will end up being the quote-unquote BCS, you know, team, mm-hmm. league, whatever, I, you know, I don't, whatever, however they phrase it. The Big 12, quote-unquote, of those 10 teams is most likely to dissolve of the Power 5 conferences. It makes the most sense. For them to dissolve so why I do you think, think it makes the most sense for them to dissolve because that? a it's the fewest b i think geography based it you know because you don't think there's another team in there that can carry the conference and, and well, TV, if you're a tv executive you're like why do i want to pay that much money for the big 12. well c- correct and yes i i think the other you know major conferences have from a, just a monetary standpoint, are very, you know, self-supporting. Big 12 schools outside of Texas and Oklahoma, not necessarily the case. I mean, again, we, we talk about Kansas, uh, Iowa State, Baylor. Kansas State, Baylor. That Those are not brands. If you look around at other conferences, the Pac-12 is going to be just fine. All the, the L.A. schools, the Oregons of the world. The Stanford's. I mean, they're they're great. They're they're strong conferences. ACC, you can make an argument is probably the next weakest. Big Ten is going to be just fine between Ohio State, Michigan. I mean, the, again, major schools. So it makes sense the Big Twelve will dissolve. And I, I think from a geography standpoint, it's easy to disseminate between all of those major conferences. Um, so anyway, I I say all that to say it that's going to make the most sense. Now, I was thinking, too, if you're Texas and Oklahoma, to your point, if you're carrying the conference from a monetary standpoint, you look and say, well, 
we're getting one tenth of what we're bringing in. That's BS. We should be getting one fifth mm-hmm. or whatever. The, you know, pick a number. Okay. So which conference would you go to to make more money? There is only one answer, and that is the SEC. Right. That was the only option for them to leave and go to the SEC. No other conference, right? Or you do a Notre Dame and you do no conference. I don't see what the benefit... Notre Dame will end up joining the conference. They will have to. So they signed. They have signed a deal previously that they're a no conference, but that if they ever do have to join a conference or anything, it has to be the ACC. Yes. And that, that will end up happening because I think what's going to happen is there will be a force back to you know these major conferences... And if you're not in a major conference, you won't be able to participate in bulk. Because once you get to like a 16-team conference, you know, they're going to move to a 9- or 10-game conference schedule. That's going to happen. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, maybe one or two games out of conference against in-state rivals, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but, I mean, let's, let's dig deep. Why wouldn't a Texas, if you're that powerful right Notre Dame is that powerful like they have their own deal with NBC right and they have to be they're, that'll go away they're making a lot of money with oh, them okay but if you're if you're NBC right so you're you are correct they have their own deal with NBC and that's been years and yeah. years that's historical you know whatever Notre Dame all right th- this dovetails into a lot of different questions here but I'm gonna start with if you're NBC right and you say, okay, I can pay X amount of money to Notre Dame, or I can pay X amount of money to the Big Ten for conference rights. Why wouldn't you do, especially if they go to a 16-team league, why wouldn't you do that? Why would you go to the one independent team in the country? There's no way. But I'm saying other teams are going to start going – it could lead to other teams being independent. I don't think so. Big teams. If yeah. Alabama went independent right now, they have all the leverage to do so. Mm. They are uh, Nick Saban. I, Nick Saban can go independent and say, "This is what we want to do," and CBS any any network is gonna pull out the money and say, "We want you." Okay, so I would argue no because if they become independent. Right. If Alabama becomes independent, who is going to play Alabama? Who is going to put Alabama on their schedule? No SEC team, number one. And if you're, I, I don't know, pick a Everybody, school. Everybody. I mean, it doesn't matter. Will. Why would you? UCF play? will. Yeah, exactly. But that's that's who they would end up playing, though, is a bunch of crappy teams. Right? I think how everything's moving, that's going to... That they, will not I mean, be a they would end up. Structure. They would end up having to negotiate deals, right, with a conference and independent, right, of saying we're not there, but we're gonna sign a contract to play SEC teams x amount of games with them, so that we can share in some of that profit and have our own. Okay. So, Which is what Notre Dame's doing. Right. Okay. So here's th- this is. This is going to lead to another question. There's a reason that I'm asking this. So if if you had to pick the top five college programs right now in 2021, mm-hmm. not not historically, but in 2021, who would you say are those top five programs? So without research, in my mind, I would say Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, um, Maybe like a Penn State, Michigan, or Notre Dame, some of those. Really? You wouldn't put in Georgia ahead of them? I mean, probably. But Georgia is not... Or Oklahoma? I mean, Texas. I'd put Texas up there, for sure, 100%. We, uh, but in I, 2021... I, yes, I would put Texas up there because they're a brand. It doesn't matter. They have a huge... They have Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> okay? Like, they have so many famous alumni... That they are in that you can go to LA and you can hear hook'em horns. You can go to New York and hear hook'em horns. You can go to Florida anywhere. Okay, right? and that's that, and, I, and that's and that's, that's a national brand, no right. matter if they're eight and five or t- you know however eleven and what. 
So I would say the Ohio State right now. Ohio, the Ohio State, State's, absolutely. Alabama, absolutely. Texas. I want to say Clemson, but their brand yet isn't like. I would put it, Clemson in there. It, I, I, I think right it. now it is, but you know they don't have a huge brand. And and Georgia, I I would think about Georgia, but I, I just I still think they're more of a Southern SEC brand. Right, like, I I don't think there's um, I know there is like a, a Georgia fan club in California or something, right? But it's just I see not. What you're saying. But it's yeah, just yeah. not as big, right? Right. Um, or or even up north or or, or any of that stuff. So I I put them a little bit. I probably put Notre Dame up there, right? They they've had recent success. People love to hate them, right? And they are a national powerhouse. The history. In, in that. So, you know, I'm not basing it off records or who's of necessarily course. good. I'm of just course. talking about whose brand travels and that no I doubt. could be anywhere in the world and say, oh, yeah, this this school. Right. Let's let's watch them. Right. Um, which correlates to some of it of history and and how good they do on the field. Right, but for sure, there's a little bit. It's all the factors that make them a power, you know, a brand. But right, that that's those are my four or five. So you? so I think, well, and I yes, you can make an argument for all of them, absolutely, no doubt. And I think the fact that you have Alabama in there, and that's non-debatable, right? Yeah, in Alabama, I mean, they are they are. Uh, powerhouse right they, they're kind of falling to that georgia thing but they have just elevated so much now with nick saban oh alabama is the premier for i don't even think that's yeah i, I mean there, there's no way to argue that at this point I, again we're talking today yeah i'm not yeah, yeah. talking in the history of college yep. football but today yep so you, you've got to assume you have if texas and oklahoma come to the sec arguably four of the nation's top programs four of the top five nation's top programs in one conference, right? What is... What would you say? Alabama? You could say uh, Texas. Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Georgia. You you could make an argument for LSU. You could... I mean, I don't... I wouldn't include them in there, but yeah. you could. The only other ones I'd put in there, Clemson, Ohio State. That's it. Michigan, get out of here. Notre Dame, get out of here. I... I think they are relevant with their fan base, and that's it. I don't think they're relevant outside of their fan base, and I don't think, I don't think Michigan drives TV dollars. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I could be wrong, but I don't think they do. You know, USC used to. USC used to do that. They don't anymore. Um, I think if you surround yourself with power programs and power, it's, it's the same thing in life in general. If you sur- if you're surrounded by good people, strong people, I mean, they can pick you up on a down year, right? Yeah. They're creating this just, you know, power conference. There is no downside. They're going to make more money. It's going to help with recruiting. Um, it's going to help with exposure. It's going to bring more money to the universities. Um, I don't. It's gonna make them relevant for so, years to come. Here's another factor of this to get your thoughts of it. So with the NIL here that they have, yep. um, and players being able to profit off their own name, image, and likeness, um, that really changes the recruiting game, right? Because yep. not all states are open to this, I believe. Um, so you know, there's always there is now some recruiting advantages in some of the big areas. Right. Um, big states. So that helps. You know, if I was a high school kid, I'd want to go to one of those schools. Sure. Um, for sure. But, you know, with the Texas-Oklahoma, this power conference, um, are you going to want to go to the power conference? Or yes. Because your name, image, and likeness is going to be bigger and therefore you're going to get more dollars? Well, okay. Or do you think, just purely from that, right? You're, Or it kind of helps to be a 
Boise State, big like in 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 a smaller school. And I say that because yeah, you're gonna be. I mean, you're gonna get lost, right? You, there's so many five stars that Alabama has and other people. You're gonna get lost in a huge power conference, right? right? So, I'm saying, day. Week in, week out, there's going to be great competition. It's going to be not even compared to any, anybody else. Right. But to really shine, you're going to have to be one of those, as they call it, those dudes. Right? Yeah. You're going to have to be yep. elite, elite, and it's yes. really going to separate people. And those people are going to make a lot of money. <laughs> right? Like yeah. th- Those people who are up there are going to really profit because they're like, oh, my God, they are the best player of the SEC, and look at who they're playing. Right. Right? give them all the money right those other people if they went to a call it a crappy big 12 now or an acc or somewhere that's not a power conference right you're gonna you could make a lot of money because you're carrying that conference you don't have that competition sure right and now sure people are gonna from a brainless level people are gonna say yeah, you know, they're not – they're really good. That that guy, Kyler Murray, looks good, but I wonder how he would do against SEC defenses, right? Like, he can't do it that way. But he keeps on putting on these great numbers. There is no such thing as bad marketing, right? If they're talking bad about you that you can't do it well against the SEC or they're saying that this guy's really good, he should be in the SEC, that's good marketing for them, and they're getting noticed and they're carrying a conference, so they're – gonna make more money as an athlete in a smaller conference versus um, a big conference and and uh still the the Bo Jacksons the really really great players are gonna make more money than like I keep on saying Kyler Murray but this Kyler Murray in a smaller conference but there's those in-between guys that that may actually be the play so yes I, I don't disagree with that at all that absolutely could be a smart decision for a lot of athletes. But I think as we sit here and we watch soccer, I can't help but think of all the American players that play overseas and not at the MLS. Why do they do that? It's to play against better competition. It's to play against the elite of the elite because they know that that will make them a better player. That gives them the better experience. That allows them to qualify for the U.S. national team, right? Mm Mm-hmm. The players that are going to college to play football, they're not, well, let me say it this way. The ultimate goal is to play in the NFL, right? right? To do that, you want to play against the best competition. The best competition in the best league will get the best games, the primetime games. They will always be on TV with the most people watching them. That is why people are going to go to these major conferences. Will they make money? Yes. But I think as an 18-year-old, like, number one, you're already, you're dumb enough to think that everybody's going to pay you a crap ton of money just for being on Twitter anyway, right? Yeah. And I would like to think that most kids, during the recruiting that all these coaches are doing, understand the opportunity to develop and play at a higher level where it's a long-term play and not a four year you make a couple thousand bucks to be in a couple local car dealership commercials (laughs) maybe i'm wrong and i very well could be but i think that is really going to be the play yeah but yeah it'll be interesting because there's also a lot of people who are just trying to make a living for their family and They've got really good uh, athletes. Okay, so I, I I totally disagree with that. The college athletes aren't go, are not going to go to college to play to make a living for their family while they are in college. I think that goes back to my point. They want to make a living to support their family, which they have to at the pro level. There will be very, very, very few athletes who make enough money to support their family while they're in college. And those are the elite, elite athletes. Correct. Those are the very, very rare few ones that are going to make a lot of money Those anyway. are the people who are all Heisman finalists or winning Heisman. Right. This is not going to, I mean, we're talking thousands and thousands of athletes. There might be 10, maybe, that'll make enough money in college to truly support their family. 
you know, I mean, yeah. that's that's going to be a rare opportunity. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If you think about it now, you know, somebody put a funny tweet out there of Oklahoma, Texas, being the SEC, saying not the best SEC players in the last 20 years, you got Vince Young, Adrian Peterson, right. Sam Bradford, Colt McCoy. Baker Mayfield. Kyle Joe Murray. Burrow. Yeah. Tim Tebow in there. Johnny Manziel. Like, oh, I know. I know. I, 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 I mean, how great, how great is, what, is it going to be watching Texas Oklahoma in the SEC? Yeah. I'm fired up. I'm fired up, too. I think it's a natural move. It makes sense. I, in all honesty, I think it makes college football better. I truly believe that. Um, I would love to see like three or four conferences, and that's it. I, I the the other, the mid major stuff for football, I, I or really any sport, I just don't care. People don't care. I get the Cinderella stories, the Coastal Carolinas, every now the UCFs. It's cute. It's fun, but nobody cares. Nobody watches you. Like, you can make all the fake national championships you want. It doesn't make you relevant. It makes you relevant in your stupid school. <laughs> yeah, poor UCF, right? I don't care. They they don't care. They they think they're the best, so, I mean, whatever. Um, I, gosh, I'm just so excited to, I, I, I mean, it's not going to happen this year, obviously. No, but how much fun are road trips to Austin going to be? Yeah. I'm more interested in Oklahoma. I've never been to Norman. I've never been to Oklahoma. Yeah, I've never been to Oklahoma. <laughs> Nor do I ever plan to be, unless it's for a football game. But I'm all in. I'm all in for a football game there. Yeah, let's do it. Shooting up the, the gun? Yeah, let's you know? go. We can do a podcast on the road. Should we drive to Oklahoma? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, if we stop in Biloxi, New Orleans, what about an Dallas? RV? Rent yeah, an I, RV. I can do that. I need road something trip. else to drive us though. Yeah, road trip, and it will spread it out over a couple days, right? So that we'll have multiple podcast episodes. Listen, the trip there will be great. The trip no, back, a couple days. We're not driving. That's true. Right. Week long. We could do a week long. We could do a Wednesday to Wednesday. Yeah. Whew. Whew. <laughs> How great would that be, right? Man. Stopping in Biloxi on the way there. Yeah. Um, what else is there on the way? New Orleans. New Orleans. Dallas. On the way back, you could hit up, like, uh, um, the Memphis. What's what's the Mississippi um, place up by Memphis? The uh, that you can go gamble. Tunica. You can go to Tunica. Sure. You can do Atlanta on the way back. Yeah. A lot of different options. Yeah. You go Wednesday to Wednesday. So that way, you know, we record Sunday after all the games. Monday, you start hitting the road back. Yeah. All right. Let's go. They just got to get it done by 4 2023. Do you think... So, timeline. Right? This is where the lawyers start working in right now right. with the buyouts and how quickly and, and all that stuff. Right. Do you think Oklahoma, Texas will be playing an SEC schedule by 2023? In the year 2023, uh, are they playing in the SEC? I don't know. There are so many moving parts because you have – contract buyouts you have scheduling you have there it's man i don't know it's gonna be tough i would love to see it i hope it happens i'm rooting for it that's a lot of logistics and it's not just football is the other thing i mean keep it not not that the other sports you know have scheduling beyond that and have tv so i guess it really is all dependent on football but I don't know. I'm not sold on 2023. But God, that'd be great. Man, I'm just excited about football season. I am too. Let's go. Let's go. Let's do yeah. it.
calmer than what we're used to, Juan. Well, we're just getting ready for our, our friends Texas and uh, Oklahoma to join the SEC, right? That's right. That's right. little banjo, little mandolin. I mean, imagine the, the Texas people in, in Tennessee going to Knoxville for a game. Oh, going yeah. Going to Vanderbilt. LSU. Oh, God, they're going <laughs> to... LSU, LSU will eat Texas fans alive. It's going to be fantastic. The amount of fights oh, that are going to happen. Talk about a pretentious fan base. Texas is... They won't know what's going to hit them when they go to LSU. It's going to be great. Horns down, right? Horns down. I like it. All right, Kyle. We're going to do a super lightning round. Super quick. Here. So why don't you go first and get us started? So I'm going to stick with the Olympics. Uh, the men's basketball team not been fantastic thus far. One, I will give you $10 if you can name seven players on the USA men's basketball team. Seven. Oh, God. Damian Lillard. That's one. Um, Kevin Durant. That's two. Um, JaVel McGee. Oh my God! Wow, um, you're right. Um. Oh God. Uh, Jason Tatum. Uh, yep, that's four. Um, somebody with the last name Brown. <laughs> no. <laughs> Is there anybody with the last no. name Brown? You're um, at four. Okay. I I can't believe you guessed Javale McGee. <laughs> he was a recent add-in for um, Kevin yep. Love, who got you're, out. You're right. You're correct. Um, God bless. I, it, it's unreal when you go it's, through the list. I mean, I've got two point guards, like four. Is there? Yeah, I don't. It's tough. It's tough. I, I honestly don't think I could have done it before the start of the Olympics. Absolutely brutal. It, it's it's a lineup that wouldn't even make an all-star game. If yeah. you, I, it, It's just unreal. So I'm going to go ahead and give it to you. Yeah. The ones you missed. Bam Adebayo, <laughs> Devin Booker, Jeremy oh, Booker. Grant, Draymond Green, Drew Holiday, Zach Levine, Chris Middleton... I think those were the only ones you missed. Yeah. I mean, that is just quite the list. And people wonder why we aren't winning. They wouldn't win an NBA championship this year against the Milwaukee Bucks. You still think they could uh, win the Even gold? Even though there's two of them on the... Even I mean, they of course. Two. They should. I, our, you know, G-Squad should be the rest of the world. I, no, the world's... I mean, the, what's his name? Um... Luca, sure. Okay, so He's that's good. one player. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I just yeah, the the talent level is still insane for the U.S. They just none of them have played together, and the European teams typically have pretty good chemistry. But anyway, I just thought it was interesting when you run down that list. Yeah. All right, Kyle. Um, Aaron Rodgers. Yep. You know, had a lot of off-season drama. Was he going to be a Packer? He's kind of, you know, being a little bit of a diva, saying... That's an understatement. Um, saying he wasn't going to come back. He may retire, all this stuff. Didn't show up to camp. He's back at camp. Talked with the media today and really just let it all out about how the management sucks. Yeah. Um, they let all the players go. I'm not part of the future. I'm here, but I don't know if I'll be here next year. Right. Do you think... Two questions. Do you think, one, they even make the playoffs this year? Number two, will he be back next year? Uh, will they make the playoffs this year? Yes, because they will win their division because their division is garbage. The Lions, horrific. Bears, horrific. They got The Bears got uh, Justin Fields. That doesn't mean they're going to be good. They, they're QB away from – I mean, they've got a great defense. Uh, wake me up when they – win the division okay vikings actually could be very good um but i still think the packers win the division it's still aaron Rodgers at the end of the day um mvp last year one of the greatest to do it 
So yes, they make the playoffs. Will he be back next year? No way. Zero percent chance. Not after everything that's happened. Got to get rid of him. Um, I, I would even assess after the first couple weeks of the season how it goes. If it's not going well, trade him. Get everything you can for him now. But no, he will not be back next year. Even if they win a Super Bowl. This is not a good situation. It's a divorce happening now. Just don't fight for it anymore. Let it happen. Yeah. But I think uh, the Hall of Fame game starts next week, by the way. Are you serious? I believe so. I mean, camp's already started, so we're either like a week or two away from the uh, Hall of Fame game, which is training camp. I don't even know who's going to be on Hard Knocks this year. Probably no one because it's I don't know. I finally have HBO, so I'm excited. It'll be the first year I can watch all of Oh, you got it. You splurged. Listen, we've watched a couple shows on it. I've been a fan of HBO this far. HBO's... It's not TV. It's HBO. I'm pretty... I underestimated HBO. HBO, you've done us well thus far. It'd be better if you picked up JK Sports Podcast, but, you know, that's... We'll leave that to the big ways. We'll work our negotiating rights with that. We gotta we gotta see who's out there, too. We're just not gonna go with the first person. Yeah, that's true, but if it's somebody... Yeah, I get... If it's streaming, we can say what we really want to say, use the language we really want to use, you know? HBO, I feel like they'd support that. Yeah. So but Netflix, Sirius, I'm willing to listen to your offer. So would SiriusXM. Yeah, I want to be on TV, though. I want the same TV rights that the SEC has. Oh. I'm just saying. We could be an analyst for the SEC. Casual fan, drinking beers. Winnebagan. We could get an RV and just road trip throughout the football season yeah how great would that be right during the fall uh, listen like we're right. just RVing it up I know just from ripping local school. breweries wherever we go yeah breweries and barbecue breweries barbecue. around the S- we have to try every brewery and every barbecue place in the SEC and bourbon and bur- the bees all the bees if, if it starts with the bee we're trying it well if it's if it's a food or a drink okay Let's not get weird here, okay? <laughs> Listeners, you're sick minds. <laughs> yes, we are uh, <laughs> breweries, bourbon, um, and barbecue. We'll try it in each of the, it'll be what, 16 schools in the SEC? Yeah. Yeah, we can do it. We can do it. That'd be awesome. Anybody who's out there want to sponsor us, let us know. We'll put your logo on the RV. I'll drink your beer. Yeah. Let's go. Until next time, guys. Until next time.